1: passionate about what we're doing we love what we do because of our own experiences in life and myself and Michael have known each other for a good seven years and we've had many conversations about relationships and hence why love and relationship podcast was born and we welcome you to this podcast and we hope you completely enjoy
0: as it's Michael White
1: and good morning, good afternoon and evening to you all, wherever you are in the world. Thank you for joining us.
0: Yeah, so we're here to bring you another topic today. Um, you know, I, I feel that a lot of the topics that we discuss are bangers. Um, and as I said, every time I'm always going to say this, guys, we're not here to change the space. We're not. We're here to add value to it in any shape, way or form. And, you know... I listened to an amazing interview with Stephane Lebrasseur, so shout out, shout outs to him. In the video, he even openly said um, he was married before and he's single. So you know, you'll have a lot of people hate like, "Oh, I want only want to take advice from married people and blah blah." You need to understand one thing: people in his position can tell you what not to do. People like us can tell you what works and what doesn't work. And that's the point of our podcast is to tell you what works and what doesn't work and what we've learned and share the information. So uh, for us, that that is the biggest caveat is being able to share information and knowledge with you to make better choices in your dating life.
1: Yeah. And I, and it's, and it's so true, isn't it? Because even you've got these world renowned people who are um, speaking on relationships and, you know, They're not necessarily married. However, it's the experience of what we've been through and what we've experienced to be able to say what we can, what works, and what doesn't work. Because if we, if it all worked, what we'd done, then we wouldn't be single. So the fact that things haven't worked, we can we can look at that and we can really focus and say, okay that hasn't worked, that didn't work. And then say with other people, and we all have that same opinion together because everyone's most people have experienced the same thing of things that don't work and things that do work. You can really break it down, which is great.
0: Exactly. So um, I'm going to play the promo video and then guys, we are going to get into today's topic So let's get into today's topic, actually. And again, it's it's, as we talk about some of these things, I'm learning as we go along. So like a lot of these topics that we pick are topics that I feel that resonate with me, because then it's like, oh, wow, I didn't think about it that way. So that's why I think like this one will be very interesting for everybody listening and watching. Um, and you'll be able to engage in the highest level of form. So today's topic is people want love but don't want to take the risk. What What does that mean to you, Anthea?
1: Well, it, it spells out the fear of things can go wrong and they don't want to open up their heart and allow people to come into their space because they've been hurt so much in the past that when it comes down to it and when love actually hits them in the face and it's the right thing for them, it's an unconscious fear that takes over and then starts to find all the faults with the person um, because of what's happened in the past. And you, know, you hear it so much that someone's met somebody but very quickly it turns sour. And it's not because they're not working, it's because one or both are fearing the love. They don't know how to open up and be vulnerable and they're scared to be vulnerable because if they are vulnerable and this person does a number on them, then they feel like they've just, they've experienced another failure as such. So I think that holds people back from being very open and being able just to allow that flow to happen.
0: Wow. That, that's a very good way of looking at it. Um, I'm going to add a very interesting spin on this. And again, I think it's actually going to um, hurt some people, but you know what I mean? We're not here to, to sugarcoat or give people the, knifed in, the the hugs and cuddlies. We're here to talk about the uncomfortable truth. It people want love, but they don't want to take the risk. I'm going to be honest with you guys. It's not that they don't want love. They just don't want to take the risk with you. Because think about it. We'll see someone else date someone else and take the risk with that person. So for me, that's always opened up my eyes because I've noticed even myself, let's say I'm dating a girl and like, I am I like her, right? But let's say, there's like another girl that makes me feel a different type of way. I've realized that I'm more of willing to take the risk with her than this one. So that's what I'm trying to say is it's not that people don't want love. It's just, they might not see you as it you are worth the risk to them to take those leaps and bounds.
1: Yeah. But I think even when people think that someone's worth the risk, it depended on how much background of relationships or the have experienced they also, and I know we can go back to saying about self-love here and about turning up without the baggage, but the reality of life is many people are not in that space. Mm. Uh, many people are not there, so they want to take that risk. And yes, you're very right. There could be two people, and you're more willing to take the risk with one other than the other because you like them a lot more. They you know, they could pull towards it. You're willing to take that risk. However, it doesn't mean it's going to be smooth sailing. If you haven't let go go of the past in that sense, because it could be that you're both willing to take the risk, but then a month or two passes by, and then you start to find things that you go, oh, you know, oh, well, he didn't call me last night, or uh, why did you do this, or why did you do that? And then all the people start focusing on all the things that they don't like about someone, through rather than and then that risk of getting together is oh I told you I shouldn't take the risk I knew I shouldn't have done this so uh, um you know it's that kind of self-talk again isn't it
0: well there's a reason why I made that statement it's because I've noticed with myself and doing a lot of self-reflection that there's been women that I've liked so much I wanted to do it all the date nights the traveling all of it like it was I would to me there wasn't even a risk Mm. it was I want to do this like there Mm. wasn't even no like uh, I don't know is she worth it is she whatever and on this podcast we're just a hundred because there's also been girls that I've been with I didn't want to and this was me back in the day I didn't want to take any risk but they were fun for bedroom fun Mm. so that's what I'm trying to say is you'll in life you'll meet people and they'll make you feel a certain type of way like You'll do things for them that you've never done for anyone else, or you'll go more out of your way to make them feel safe, secure, compared to um, with other people. Like, I'll give a beautiful example. And again, we don't use names, but there was a girl I was with, and there was something that I did with her that I've never did with anyone else. When I left in the morning, I tucked her in cuz like when I left we were like in the bed. When we left, I put the cover on her and kissed her on the forehead and left. And I've never done that before. But it's because I wanted to make sure that she was safe. It was a form for for me to just be like, you know, I want to make sure you're safe. I want to make sure you're warm. Those type of things. I've never really gone out of the way to do stuff like that. So that's what I'm trying to say is it really depends on how you feel about that individual and what risk you really want to take with them.
1: Yeah. And I don't think we should even look at it as a risk because it's not a risk. Life, you know, life is, life is a risk. if you really
0: like them. Well, I think
1: life in general is a risk. Being alive is risky, you know, (laughs) it is actually quite risky to be alive. So anything we do in between that, everything falls into that category at the end of the day. So, and I think you're very right. When you meet somebody, and it doesn't mean that just because you haven't done it before, you're not going to do that because each person draws something different out of you. So, and if you've fallen in, if you've, I say fallen, it's not a fallen. It's if you have aligned with somebody. It's and surrendered. And, and it's surrendered. Once, well, I suppose once you really do like somebody and you really do see, you, you can really see something and feel something between you guys, and there's a connection and everything is like things are working, things are, you just gel, then you naturally will do things that you maybe you have never done before, but doesn't mean that you're a changed person. It no. just means that was in you already, but nobody ever. No every really ever brought you to that feeling to actually bring, to actually do those actions, you know? And I think that's a beautiful thing. If you're doing something different and it's really very soothing to somebody, then you know you're on the right track with someone, right? Because you're doing things that is really good for the relationship. Can you just bear with me once? I'm just gonna mute myself one second, guys, just two secs. Um, Michael, if you can continue talking.
0: Okay, Um, yeah, so as I would say, guys, is for me, you need to understand one thing, that you'll either meet people that are worth the risk, or people that are. Now, if you meet the right person, right, you're not going to see it as a risk. But I've noticed, and again, a lot of people want the love part, right? So what I'm saying is they want the attention, they want the affection, they want the date nights, they want all this stuff, but they're not willing to risk, um, you know, pretty much giving up some things. And I think for a lot of people, that's very difficult. And again, that's why I'm glad that Anthony is here, because I really want to touch on that. And I've noticed that in relationships that people want the love, but they don't want to take the risk. So what that means is, and Anthea, you could clear this up. They want all the attention, the time, the energy, the cuddling, all of it. They want the respect. They want all of it. But like, they don't want to put anything else up themselves. Like they have a wall up. You know what I mean? They're very hesitant. They're holding back. Maybe they've been hurt before. So I really want us to be able to explore that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's, um, it's a bit of a problem, isn't it, in well, yeah, today's because society? It's
0: like, well, it's like you'll meet somebody and they want like all those things, and then you want them, but you see they're very hesitant to do the work to get the love. You see what I'm saying? They want it, but they don't, don't want to do the work to get it. They just want it.
1: Well, I just think if you're going to come across people like that, carry on walking. Because if somebody's not going to give you that time and um, energy that you're giving them, then it's not. They're obviously not 100% sure. Because if they were 100% sure, they'd be going in two feet first. They'd be jumping. Ah,
0: You see, that's what I like. Going in two feet first. But see, that's where the healing comes in. That's where the transformation comes in. And again, nobody's perfect. We've all been hurt. Cheated on. Lied to disappointed, flaked on, ghosted, whatever you want to call it. But you see a lot of times it leaves emotional scars. So when you meet a new person, you're going to look at is, oh, they're going to do me wrong, like the next one. So now you've placed this new burden on this new person that had nothing to do with it. And now you're not taking the risk fully, or I'm not even going to say risk, fully investing yourself into it because of past wounds so then you end up missing out on the love that you've been clamoring for
1: mm-hmm. and then it's not for the person who's who's open and has healed and, and ready for love to move forward it's not for them to take on your bs and mm-hmm. for them to feel go through that whole thing of being hesitant and not knowing and do i do it do i not it's not that that you know, the person who's open is to just carry on walking until you find someone that matches up with you because otherwise, it just starts off on the wrong foot. Um, and you're not going in with two feet first, right? You're going in with the wrong side of things, and it's going to end up being a wrong one. Um, because I think with anything you do, Michael, it doesn't matter what it is. If you're hesitant to what you're doing and you don't feel right about it, or you just, you've got all these like um, things going on in your mind about, a particular situation no matter what it is it doesn't work out. it doesn't always work out for the best because you're part of that and your mind is not in a good place and your um your energy is not in the right place then it's going to be the frequencies are going to be out of line put it that way and it's not going to work so it could work if you went in quite happily and wanting to move forward and Going, yeah, and just doing what you know is needed
0: and wanted from a relationship. See, I'm going to say this, and I'm glad that you brought that up. If you are not willing to show up for that person 100%, leave them alone. That's what I would have to say. Because the thing is, by you not leaving them alone and still entertaining them, knowing that you're not going to show up for them 100%, you're just going to end up hurting them. Yeah, for sure. And for sure. and it's probably one of the hardest things to do is to say, hey, you know what? I like you, but I can't show up for you 100%. I'm sorry. Maybe we need to revisit this at another time. Um, you know, maybe, um, you know, we need to come back to it. Um. But you can't visit it now, so what are your thoughts on that?
1: I agree with you. I massively agree with you, Michael, because look, at the end of the day, um, if you're if you're not willing to turn up, but say it's the person you really like them, uh, look, I'm going to put it this way, if it was the right person for you, you'd be willing to turn up.
0: And I do agree with.
1: I think that's just what it comes down to. I think when you know, you know, and you walk forward with that person, then you don't have all that BS going on. You just work with it. You just do.
0: So like you wanna show up.
1: Yeah, you want to. You're not gonna be going, Oh, I don't know, I don't know if I should this or that. You don't do that when you it's like if you if look, it's like having let's say you've got a hundred thousand pounds in your hand and there's a car that you love, that you've wanted forever and you've come across it and it's £40,000 and you know you can afford it because you've got another £100,000 coming in next month and another one the month after. Now, you really love this car. Are you going to go, I'm not sure, maybe I'll revisit this in a couple of months? Uh Uh-oh, you really like it. You're going to get it. You've got the funds available. You're going to go forth and you're going to go with two feet in. You're just going to jump in and you're going to love that car. You're going to probably polish it every day, do all this stuff, make it all look good. And you're going to really nurture the car. Now, if it was a car that you'd seen before and you thought, well, I do like it not really sure don't know but i'm gonna i'm just gonna get it anyway look i need a car i'm gonna just go and get it and you go and get this car before you know it you're selling that car because you don't really want it you're getting rid of it
0: oh that's true
1: right so i think it really if you either you like if you like something and you really want something in your world as a person and you you know connected with this person you're gonna do and you're naturally when we're, we're naturally you know we're made of love at the end of the day so we have a natural love about us anyway so you're just gonna that side of you will come out and you want to do these things with this person and you do love on them naturally there's no fight between you mm. even if you've been hurt even if whatever it is it doesn't you know you can if you haven't healed and it's the right person you probably be able to express these things to them anyway you'd be able to work along along with them and work through life together because you both want to be around one another now if one's hesitant and the other one is wanting it then it becomes an unbalanced situation that doesn't quite work again
0: so I agree with that yeah because you have one healed person that's ready to go both feet in and the other person that's just kind of like dragging their feet Maybe they've been hurt, you know, or whatever it is they've gone through, and it, I'm not it throws the relationship off massively of because course it what does. you end up getting is this pull and pull um situation where they're gonna push you away, pull you in, push you away, pull you, and look guys, I've done it too, you know, look guys, I'm not perfect, I've been hurt too. You'll push someone away, you'll pull them close. You'll push them away, you'll pull them close. And that's an unhealed person. And again, you have to deal with your BS or, yeah, BS. And you have to say, look, I'm going to be here. I'm planting my flag. I'm here.
1: Yes, because that pull and pull, Michael, is just a reflection of what's happening up here and what's happening in here. You're having a pull and pull with yourself. So your actions are now showing a pull and pull because everything, nothing is about the other person. It's about yourself. So if you're feeling that way, your actions are going to mirror that way. So you're either going to show up and you're you're aligned and your actions are going to be of a showing up person who wants to mm-hmm. be participating Or if you're showing up and you're pulling and pulling back, back and forth, back and forth, not knowing, that's because of yourself, because you don't know. So who are you to put yourself around someone else and say, well, you've got to deal with this behavior because I don't know. Well,
0: that's the thing, right? Sometimes, and, and this is where emotional intelligence comes in, and I've not always been perfect with it is you have to be able to manage your emotions so you're not doing the pull and pull thing all the time. Yeah, And man. that's why you have to really assess to see who you're dealing with because they might have emotional damage. They might have <laughs> emotional damage. They might. And that's why it's so important to know who you're bringing into your world, what damages they've incurred, so then, you could say, I don't know if that's something I want to deal with, or maybe it's something you do want to deal with. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think it's very important to assess that because if you're taking on somebody, and again, I'm not saying that, that that everyone deserves a chance, but you also have the right to say no. So, like, let's say you've dealt with somebody that's been like cheated on like multiple times or something. You have the right to be like, I don't think I really want to deal with that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Because maybe they haven't gone to therapy, maybe they haven't healed, maybe they haven't addressed any of their wounds.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So now they're going into the dating marketplace with these high expectations, these high demands, or whatever. Or they have a, just a bunch of triggers, and you're just like, "Yo, look, I like you. You're a great person, but I, I can't, I can't do it. I can't, I can't give you what you need."
1: Exactly, exactly. I think about a lot of people won't be upfront, um, Michael. They won't be upfront about it because they fear again.
0: Well, I think we have to be up front. That's the thing. Like, if they're not gonna be up front, that's their business. Yeah. As long as you show up being up front, that's what matters. Because I know that we've spoken on it on the podcast. My thing is this lay out the table and let the person decide if they want to eat from it or not. Hmm. So say, Hey, I'm looking for this, 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 and this I'm looking. So I'm, we're always going to be specific. I'm marriage minded, looking for kids. Uh, I'm looking for someone that's healed and dealt with their emotional trauma or childhood trauma. Uh, I'm not willing to tolerate disrespect. You lay out the table, Hmm. right? You put it on the table and if they want to eat from it, great. If they don't, That's Mm -hmm. fine. Mm -hmm. But you can't have someone eat from your table that is not fully healed. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Because the reason for the table analogy is, is because when they come to the table, all they're going to do is eat from the table, not bring anything to the table. I know we've covered that question, but what I'm talking about bringing to the table I'm talking from a sense of let's say they're eating from your table of all the things that you're bringing as, as your character, right? And then they're not bringing anything from their character. They're just being a vampire taking everything from you, but they don't want to contribute to the table. Now that's a problem. So let's say hypothetically, if we were to put it this way, you would lay out all the stuff on the table and they're coming to the table with emotional damage, um, not going to therapy, not addressing any their pain, and they're bringing that to the table. You can't have that at your table. And it's okay no. for you to say, hey, I don't want that at my table.
1: Yeah, but it's a bit like a vegetarian. Mm. What in having, bringing to the table all the vegetarian stuff, this is, you know, this is, what, this is what we eat at my table. This is what we're eating at my house because I only do vegetarian. And someone turning up with all the meat—it's completely not is. in alignment with what that person wants or is like their morals and their values in their world. Well, that's so what I say.
0: Don't eat yeah, there.
1: Don't eat there. So don't bring your stuff. Don't bring your stuff or uh, along with you either because it's not what I've asked for. Um yeah. that.
0: let's say for example, you met a man. And he wants children, that's not a table you can eat from. No,
1: not at all. Like, you might like him, trouble.
0: it doesn't matter. No, that's I mean. You might, no, but that's what I'm saying. You might like him, he might be, and we're not saying he's a bad guy. No, no, you no, you might like him, you might think he's fantastic, but it's not a table you can eat from.
1: Yeah,
0: it's the exactly. same thing if you met a guy and he had like childhood traumas, very controlling or whatever, it's not a table you can eat from. Yes, Just... no. Nope. So They've that's got to,
1: yeah. People have to show up at their best side of them to be able to, especially in this day and age, Michael, it's so different now because there is so much choices out there as well.
0: Show up a hundred percent or don't show up at all.
1: Exactly. And if somebody's half half, then turn your back because you don't need to convince someone either. We're not well, here no, to convince You're going to get the best from them.
0: No, you're you're going to give your best and they're not going to give theirs
1: because you're willing and ready and and open to do that and if the other person's not and they're half in half out half in half out you're just not going to have a smooth ride in any way shape or form it's never going to go to where you want it to go because of how the person's showing up so either have a relationship where two people show up and are ready to move forward or don't you know there's no, we're not have one thing we don't have in this world is a shortage of people we definitely don't have a shortage of people there is like seven and a half billion people out there you've got people to choose from it's not right so if one's not working don't make yourself miserable and keep yourself around because you fear that you're not going to meet somewhere someone else i'm telling you you will meet somebody else it's it it goes it's, it says it goes against if you do the math in society there's in what way shape or form will you not meet someone else i mean that doesn't even work You will. So holding on to the wrong people just just causes you more damage on yourself and causes you problems. So when you if you decide to walk away from that, eventually you're going to have problems because you allowed yourself to go through that. And then you're going to blame the other person. And it's not the other person. Can you rewind that
0: sentence where you said that there's somebody out there for everyone? I want to I want to add to that.
1: There is someone out there for everyone. Seven and a half billion people on this planet, Michael. It's impossible. You know what?
0: I will disagree with that sentence for one reason. Only one. I agree with what you're saying. Yes, there's other people out there, but the thing is, you need to be ready for them. Yeah. That yeah. is the caveat. You see what I'm saying? Because someone will say well, it's okay, you can go find another person. Um, You know, there's billions of people out there. But the question becomes is, are you even ready to receive that person? Mm -hmm. Because if you're not ready to receive them, why are they going to come into your orbit?
1: They're not. That's what I mean. You've got to, I'm in complete agreement with what you're saying, because look, that's why if you're not showing up 100% quit the relationships talk for now. Mm. Don't go there. Wait till you are fully ready. Don't go and buy a million pound house if you can't afford a million pound house. Yeah. Mm. Because you're not going to be able to keep up with it. So stand back.
0: So Yeah, because that's the thing. I could go on date after date after date after date and just say, well, there's billions of other people out there. But that's the thing. If I'm not Giving showing up as my 100% best and healed or whatever, and dealt with a lot of my stuff. How can I receive the one that's for me? Well, you can't. I can't. So I can hide behind the excuse saying there's millions of people out there. But that's the thing, you need to be ready for that person.
1: Yeah, but I think I'm saying in the sense of the person who's ready, Mm -hmm. yeah, don't mess around and hold on to these people who are not ready.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. You're not
1: going to find someone else because if you're ready, you will find that right person. You will. If you are ready, but that's only if you're ready.
0: Exactly. And that's only something that you need to know, bless you, within (laughs) yourself, are you ready? We've all dated people that number either A, we weren't ready for them or they weren't ready for us. Yeah, exactly. So yes, you are going to meet someone else, but from the lessons that you should learn is to say, you know what, I need to position myself properly to be ready for that person. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you're not just cycling through people like there's no tomorrow. So you're like, okay, you know what, I need to take a season in my life to get ready for the person that I want to be with, whoever that is. So at least when they enter your orbit, you have the answers for questions that you know they're going to ask. They Mm -hmm. might ask, hey, are you healed? Have you dealt with trauma? What have your past relationships look like? How does your money look? How does this situation look? You're going to have answers. Because how is it going to look when this person shows up in your life and, and you're ready to receive them and they ask you the question of, you know, have you healed? Oh no. You know, I got like this type of trauma and all this type of, you're going to be like, what? The? Yeah. You know, all this, ha- and
1: all this happened, that happened. Yeah. Oh, I remember with my ex and this happened with my ex and all of that talk is actually like, to me personally, I don't want to hear that.
0: Or you like ask them questions and they're like, yeah, I got like three different baby mamas. You're like, you see what I'm saying? So that's what I'm trying to say is when your one shows up, You want to have the answers, proper answers. I've gone to therapy. I've healed. I've done this. I've moved from dating these type of group of people to these type of group of people. You see what I'm saying? It's okay to talk about your your exes or your past experiences because then it shows the layout of how you've grown from going from that to this. Yeah, for sure. In that context, because it depends on the context that you guys are talking about. If you're talking about it from a growth context, like, hey, like, for example, let's say I say I used to date girls that were very controlling, but then I say where I'm at now, I don't tolerate that. You see the growth. You're, I'm not just talking about an ex just to talk about an ex, No. but I'm, I'm, I'm helping understand that there was a swing and change of behavior. Yes, absolutely.
1: Absolutely. So- and you're recognizing that, and you can actually express that and know that. Um, and I think, yeah, it's important to understand ourselves. Just understand what do we want, and what do we want to tolerate, and uh, what we tolerate and what we don't tolerate. Or oh, your negotiables, your un- and your non-negotiables, and people turning up and not being ready. So yeah, not being ready for love, or people. Are just they're not ready for the risk because they're not ready for the relationship that's what mm-hmm. i think it comes down to you know like i said you can buy a brand spanking new car and the risk of that is that it could get scratched up so something can happen to it but you're willing to jump in that car and nurture it and love it and do all this stuff with it because you're ready for it and you that's what you want So you will look after it. And the fear of what could happen to it when you're out driving is gone. You don't even think about that. You just go and enjoy the car. Like you just go and enjoy that person. You don't think, oh, what if this or what if that? Because that's that's that what if this and what if that is just you not being ready. And you're not, and it's not the person for you because you're questioning way too much.
0: I agree with that. I really do agree with that. So guys, look, we're going to get ready to wrap it up. Uh, tomorrow, uh, Thursday, we have a really strong topic that I want you Friday. guys to come in. And please come in and actually participate and enjoy. Um, but before I continue on that, guys, please like, share, and subscribe to the video. Um, it's going to help us grow. Um, but the topic for Friday is going to be big. Everybody wants love, but can they handle the responsibility of a relationship? Hmm and you know it ties into this topic and the reason why we wanted to talk about both is again today's was do people really want to take the risk do they just want one side of it but without taking the risk but friday's is going to be more in depth is because can they handle the responsibility and most people can't they want a relationship but either their lifestyle or what they're doing or the responsibilities that come with a relationship they they can't they, they can't show up for you in that way. Exactly. And uh, I think it'll be very important and in depth for me and Anthea to talk about it because there's been people I've dated that I couldn't show up for them. I wasn't ready for the responsibility. There were people that I've dated as well and they weren't ready for the responsibility on their end. You see what I'm saying? So I think it's really important to understand the difference between the two. Mm -hmm. understand that if you want a relationship there's responsibility and then also understand like in today's podcast that if you want love you have to be willing to be vulnerable and put yourself out there and take the risk surrender as in a Mm -hmm. sense Mm -hmm. so guys please share like subscribe the video get it out there please do and uh you know we're gonna do our best to keep giving you guys good topics
1: and thank you so much for tuning in thank you for watching the replay and again even if even if you're watching the replay please do comment we catch up we pick up the comments as we go along um so like please do like share and subscribe we really appreciate it and we look forward to seeing you on friday